Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness. The show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hello, welcome back. This is episode seven. Thanks for listening. Today we have a great subject. We're going to talk about uh, how to shift your mindset, grow, and transform during hardships. Awesome. I'm excited. And we have a special guest here later that's going to come on, Grace Kavanaugh. So I'm very excited to have her here as well. Yeah. So we decided that part of growing and transforming during hardships, a big part of it, is, is actually coming out of the hardships. You don't want to come out of a hardship in a ball on the floor, giving up and saying, I can't live anymore. <laughs> and so basically you end up taking the hardship, whatever you go through, whether it's sickness or pain or a breakup or a divorce or whatever it may be, a death, and you, of course, feel it, you deal with it, you flow through it, whatever you need to do, you do fall apart sometimes, but then you come out of it as light and evolvement and enlightenment, hopefully, and it changes you and makes you braver and stronger and go to new levels and actually feel freer and appreciate things in the world and people in the world at a new level. And so it's scary to say I know, but sometimes it's good to have hardships happen because it makes you a better person. Oh, you learn from it. Hopefully you learn rather than become the victim of it. Yes. Or stay in the suffering. Yeah. And and throughout, it's interesting because, you know, everybody listening here has had their share of things that have happened and tragedies and hardships and have learned from it, hopefully. And Eden and I have really noticed that since we've done this work, we've been called upon to do this work, especially channeling Prince, we have experienced a lot more miracles and magic and, and amazing signs and experiences and wisdom and just a wealth of knowledge but also we've had a lot of challenges and hardships and many times he's come through saying and guides have come through saying this is to strengthen you for the deeper work you're meant to do right because we didn't know we were this strong no three years I I was different I was really different three years ago like crazy different yeah and and sometimes you don't see it until you come out of it a lot more with the learning and you go wow you know you start noticing who was I three years ago, let alone 10 years ago, 15 years ago, etc. And so for me, we're we're both going to share, but for me, it's been it's been a pretty profound ride the last two years. And one of the things that's that's interesting is I I have had OCD with thoughts my whole life and have had to conquer that in itself, which is a challenge. And, And basically what that is, is when it's not the OCD like hand washing or, you know, closing and locking the door over and over again, it's where thoughts just kind of invade your mind and go over and over and over again. And to give you an example, when I was 19, I read a book about the, the meaning of life. And I think it was called Waiting for the Light. And we found out later that Prince actually was obsessed with that book too, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I didn't know that. <laughs> and that book, when I was only 19, really tripped with my mind and made me start obsessing about the meaning of life. But with OCD, it's literally like I filled up like 15 journals and I couldn't go to the movies or a concert or a trip without just my mind like 24-7 thinking about it. I almost couldn't sleep. 
And at that age, I didn't know how to turn it off. And so I learned through the years how to manage it and how to literally, like, and, and for, even for you listeners out there, you know, if we all get unwanted thoughts or negative thoughts that we realize are not serving us. And so you can actually train your mind by every time the thought comes up, you imagine throwing it out into the universe or the ocean and it dissolving. And you just do that repeatedly until your mind ends up trained. And, and so mine's pretty trained now to where... I, I'm just used to ignoring them and putting them in their place, and it doesn't really even come up that much anymore, so I've pretty much shut it down, but it does reappear once in a while. And so throughout the last two years, my hardship has been that I had extreme, extreme hormone issues, and a lot of probably the women listening to, the, to this, maybe even boyfriends or husbands listening to this, have someone that's gone through this. But um, I didn't. I never thought I'd be someone to go through that. And and so at first I was going, what is going on? And my symptoms were extreme. I've never had anxiety in my life, and it was extreme anxiety, panic. I didn't even know what that was. So it was really shocking when that started to happen to me. Mm. And I would get nauseous, extreme nauseous, insomnia, heart racing to where it was scary. And I didn't know to go to a hormone expert because I wasn't sure what was going on. And so to fast forward throughout the last two years, I've gone to 17 doctors, healers, <laughs> all different types of practitioners, gynecologists, whatever, you name it, and been misdiagnosed left and right. They wanted to just put me on crazy anxiety meds and different herbs and all these different things. And I tried so many things and nothing worked and nothing worked and nothing worked. And Literally, to give you an idea, 12 days of every single month in the last two years, so basically 300 out of like 700 days, I felt disgusting, like horrible, like sometimes like I was going to die. Went to the hospital a couple of times. It was so bad. And it, it's interesting, though, because the last maybe six months, I got so strong and so used to it in a weird way that I was able to push through a lot more and like show up at places and just deal and just be as, you know, no one even knew I was going through it because I put on a face and just dealt with it because it's like I have two small kids. I had to have a career. I had to go on with my life. And so long story short, finally, I got the message to go to, you know, sometimes you hear a message five to seven times from different people. It's like God, the universe source is telling you, uh, you wake up, listen, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And it wasn't yet my time to get the solution until recently. And so I finally went to someone that ended up giving me um, a hormone pellet. They, they ended up doing all this different work to test my hormones, and they were completely off just due to my age. I'm 45. It happens to some, you know, 15, 20% of women. And so I have found the solution and have been feeling way better. <laughs> finally, thank God, mm -hmm. uh, the Integrative Wellness Center in Irvine. I'll give them a plug because this is the first out of 17 that have finally helped me. And, and so long story short, to show you about growing and transforming during hardships, I realized I wasn't supposed to get the solution until now because what it's done for me is I never knew in my life I could be this strong. Right. You said it. You didn't said it to me the other day because I said something about being strong in a situation. And she goes, you thought you were confident and strong before, huh? And I said, this is a whole new level right. of strong. You talk you teach confidence. Yeah. But this is like a whole new level. <laughs> right. So it, it taught me how strong I could be. And so when little things happen, I'm able to look at it so much bigger and braver and stronger and not like such a big deal. But it also 
put me in the place of, of understanding those in dark places, those with anxiety, those who get to that verge of like, you know, someone maybe like Chester from Lincoln Park or Chris from from Soundgarden, how they get to such a dark place that they, they commit suicide. And not that I was there, but if I if it had been, you know, a hundred times more, I could see how it could get really scary and dark. And it also just put everything in perspective of seeing the world brighter and lighter and being extremely self-aware of my body and making my intuition and, and just everything was stronger because of going through these 300 horrible hard days. And even throughout it, though, I trusted. Throughout it, I went, all right, I believe there's still a higher purpose, even though this is taking two years. Right. Um, and so, you know, my, my sharing all of this is just to encourage anyone going through something where they really feel, because believe me, there was some days where I was like, God, maybe I'll never find a solution. You know, maybe I'm always going to feel like crap. <laughs> you know? And so um, I just kept the faith and have so many gifts from it. And I feel like I'm so much more humble, non-judgmental, wiser, better from it. And, and my abilities have gotten stronger. Like I'm more intuitive, I can channel more, I'm more connected, I get more signs and messages. And I think it's because I've, I've pushed myself to that, I've been pushed to that limit and rode the wave with it so that you get to that level of strength. And I know that you never stop growing, so you know there'll be more, but um, but I feel like it was all worth it. I feel like it was worth it and, and that it, it, so just please all of you listening out there that are going through something, have the trust that you'll get gifts. Maybe you won't know for a while, but you will receive the gifts out of it. And, and I know during this period, you know, it's been three years we've been working together, a little over three years, and Eden went through her own stuff. And a lot of times we have parallel things happening to us. Yeah, so we had probably around the same time when you started to no I think mine happened mine was almost two years ago uh, and then I think after that you started to get worse um, but my situation um, I ended up in the hospital for four days because I had a bleeding ulcer um, it turned out that there was nothing really wrong. What caused it was that I was taking too much Motrin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but part of why I took too much Motrin was because any time I had a slight feeling that I was getting a headache, I couldn't stand it because I didn't know that I was still okay or I'm still safe even though I don't feel good. I didn't surrender to it. I just fought it. Mm -hmm. So it got worse. Mm -hmm. So any little part, any of body, my body that didn't feel good, I would pop four Motrin. So <laughs> there was a time that, uh, well, right before this happened that I ended up in the hospital, I, had, uh, I, w I went to a wedding and I didn't feel good. I had a bad sinus headache. Uh, I ended up taking 12 in a day. And um, I know that's pretty bad. And what the, even the doctors, when I told them, they laughed at me. Um, so it, it caused the bleeding in the ulcer. And so I, I ended up fine. Thank God for that. I was okay. Uh, but what happened afterwards was the part that I struggled with the most was it brought up, it triggered my, the past for me. I grew up with um, being a hypochondriac, and which is where you're afraid that you're sick all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I had so much fear growing up and I went to therapy in my 30s and um, I worked through a lot of that myself and I thought I was good with it, but that triggered it. And 
um, it brought me all the way you know, back to where I was and I didn't know how to get out of it. So talk to my gurus that I love um, and they helped me a lot. But one of the things that I learned is that I was afraid to let the good in and to be happy. I didn't know how not to be have something always be wrong. Mm-hmm. And it almost felt comfortable because you were used to it. It was my familiar place. So unfamiliar was to go out of my comfort and, and just be free and happy. That didn't make any sense to me. So I was always having the, the obsessive thinking uh, nonstop about, okay, well, something's wrong today. What's wrong today? I would wake up every morning and wonder, okay, what's going to be wrong with me today? I was looking for something to be wrong all the time. So again, that brought it up and it took me a while to, to get out of it. But what I ended up doing was it, it just, I surrendered mm-hmm. and I'd never done it that way before. Like trust. Yeah, I trust it. So that, that was probably the hardest thing that I, I had to do mentally mm-hmm. <laughs> in my life was to let go of all of that because it wasn't serving me. Yeah. And I was finally able to see that it wasn't. I didn't know it wasn't attached to me or a part of me, of my identity. I'm not the fear, but the, I let the fear have power over me. Mm-hmm. So I had to, uh, yeah, just take a look at it and tell myself that I'm safe even though this happened to me. So, and I'm okay and I'm gonna let myself go through it. And just because I have this little twinge in my stomach, it doesn't mean it's back. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, but I would make things up in my head so that I would be able to stay in that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It was a pattern. Definitely. Well, and you have to break apart. Like with OCD, it's almost the same thing where your mind will play tricks on you that if you don't give in to the thoughts or talk about them to certain people, then something bad's going to happen. And you really know that's not that can't happen, but your mind does this weird, vicious circle and cycle and all that. And so you have to have the power and strength to ignore them and to right. throw them away. It's the same thing. You know? right. So it's like you have to be yourself, not this weird thing that some of us get born with or however it manifests. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So it brought me to where I am now. I feel a lot stronger, more confident. Uh, and, you know, it led me to be doing so many more things in my life, doing the podcast, mm-hmm. sharing with people. I would never tell people this. <laughs> yeah, you start you start to not care because you're just stepped into completely your true self. So you just you're just like, I am who I am. Yes. So and I feel safe in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that that brings me to introduce our guest. And I know you have a story with how she helped you and she doesn't even know it yet. Yeah. But it's very fascinating. I it was back when there was fires in Thousand Oaks and Eden and I had been on the phone that day. We're driving and she was talking about her friend in danger with the fires and we were really worried. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I get the name Grace Kavanaugh in my head. And I'm like, why is that? And sometimes stuff like that happens, and it's someone we're supposed to immediately contact or, you know, so I pull over because it was so strong. And I call Eden. I'm like, wait, I got to look up this woman. And she pops up on Facebook with a bunch of mutual friends. And I say, oh, my gosh, she channels. She's a medium. She's an intuitive. She does a lot of similar stuff to us. And I feel this feeling like I know her. And so I I friend request her. And we end up, you know, being Facebook friends. And, and then, Eden, you, you ended up being Facebook friends and, and 
what happened? Yeah, I think after that, I looked her up too, and I felt the same way. I felt a connection. So, and just a lot of the things that she had written, um, I felt connected to that too. So I felt drawn to her. Uh-huh. So I wanted to know more. I friended her, and I was surprised that she friended me back. And <laughs> because she looks like she's busy and <laughs> and <laughs> she's got a lot of friends, so um, that was nice. So I I uh, I think was going through one of my nights of fear coming up while I was recovering from the ulcer, from being in the hospital, it was around that time, uh, she posted something and it was it was long. It took me like 10 minutes to read it. Um, but every word was like she was speaking what I felt on the inside. And wow. yeah, so. <laughs> and it was right after we had become, so it was like it was meant to be, that was one oh, of the right. reasons. Yeah, yeah, so I, I just felt like she knew and she she probably could relate. She resonated. She went through something similar. It seemed like, so I wanted to know more. So That's I'm so, so awesome. excited to have her here today. Yeah, me too. Well, I will tell you all about her. Grace Cavanaugh is a second generation channel clairvoyant, clairaudient medium, and intuitive psychic. She had an extreme awakening in 2005, immediately after her father was suddenly killed in a head-on collision. The shock moved her perception to a new level, and all the psychic gifts she'd had as a child began to awaken. Grace went through and experienced a very steep expansion in consciousness in order to open, learn, and balance these new ways of being, all of which led to the creation of Eternal Light Foundation and her light's work. life's work. Grace was always a seeker on a spiritual quest and had always known... Um, had a knowing. Even as a child of five, she vividly knew she'd been on earth before, that she was here again. Her younger years were filled with visions and visitors of all kinds. Making sense of this was not a priority as her childhood was in many ways stressful. She just lived with all that came. It was a part of life. She spent many years, beginning at age 19, in healing experiences and groups, different therapy modalities, healing and recovering from a tumultuous and traumatic childhood. Her powerful spiritual awakening as she went through um, her powerful spiritual awakening began and as an adult she was shown tested and taught how to balance the world we live in and the world of spirit she also navigated motherhood and began the journey of becoming an oracle channel spiritual guide and teacher she's also a certified clinical hypnotherapist and does past life regression and practices sacred goddess temple practice and initiations and is the channel for i'm not gonna i don't know if i say it right oshira Osira. Osira. Mm-hmm. And more recently, she's been sharing her gifts as a channel for the divine feminine. So we're going to have a really amazing conversation with Grace. Thank you for being here. Mm, thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, did I did I leave out anything? Is there no. anything else you want to share? Oh, I'm sure there's so much more, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a wonderful intro. <laughs> thank you. Uh, well, you, you have beautiful energy, so it's an honor to have you here. Mm. We're excited for everyone to hear more from you. I really related to both of what you shared, both of, yeah, completely, of everything what you shared, you shared. I mean, I call them thought loops. They're thought loops when Mm -hmm. we get stuck and round and round, and that's just one piece, like what you were talking about, Mm -hmm. the OCD. But I'll go wherever you you two want to (laughs) go. So... Uh, why, when, with you, why is the work so hard to get to higher enlightened levels? I know you've been through a lot, and do you feel it's worth it? Like, what's your story with that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I cannot imagine my life without all the ways that I am and everything that has tested me and everything that has been brought to me. And um, I, I feel like um, every single part of my life and... 
most people's is a real initiation. Our, I feel like life is an initiation, a, a series of initiation after initiation after initiation after initiation. And every initiation leads you to higher ground if you're willing to work with that, to go deeper, to find out why that hardship happened or why that life uh, turn happened, you know, and um, go deeper into yourself. And it's, I feel like... Um, it's a self-examination, and I always have felt that like hardcore healing was always my journey. Healing, awakening, spiritual questing, that was the journey I was always on. And <clears throat> it, <clears throat> I definitely went through tons of really intense, hard things, like really painful, awful, and traumatic things. And uh it was never, I mean, I definitely had my moments and I definitely carried for for some years victim mentality because I think we all do. I think yeah. the earthly plane has a, a very specific uh, vibration where victim mentality and victimization is a thing that we are here to overcome, to get beyond. And, um, you know, when I woke up to that idea, I was like, okay, that is who I am. I am not a victim and I am a survivor of all the things that life will bring and initiate me through. And so um, I just kept questing and my life was always a quest for higher consciousness, higher ground, higher places. And that began, I mean, I'm 51, again, began a long time ago for me. Mm -hmm. And when I had this experience with my father being suddenly killed, and these gifts rolling in for the next few years, I was, you know, this was almost 20 years ago. So now if you think about that, Facebook wasn't like what it is. Instagram wasn't what it is. YouTube, what it wasn't what it was. But now it's all the things we're talking about and all the things we're doing are just like everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I, at that time, I was seeking. I'm like, oh, my God. I am like knowing that I'm not losing my mind. <laughs> I knew I wasn't <laughs> yeah, I like going crazy, <laughs> although I could f very easily, if I didn't have my own sense of, of well-being, if I had not gotten myself along the first like 20 something years, I would have gone, oh my God, I'm falling over the edge mm -hmm. because I was seeing yeah. paranormal things. I was, that's just a way to talk about. It. I was seeing things that are not in this reality. Yeah. I'm not only seeing people who'd passed, but I'd seen other beings, things walk through the walls, portals open. I mean, like really intense and crazy stuff, but it's not crazy because it's just another dimensional mm -hmm. part of this reality, but we just don't see it. So at that time I was seeking to have a lot of people like try to find the places to get help for that and I think that's what we do we look for people to help us find our way and that's um, like my long journey has been a very steep initiation to go through different things at different times major loss all my family members died very you know just in a very short amount of time and I <clears throat> went through a lot of loss and loss is one of those things that I think we're not um taught very well in this life how to grieve how to go through it how to understand it um, and that forged something in me that is very different I don't walk around in the world the same way as I did before all of that happened so hardships if you call them that I I, I just see all of those kinds of trial by fire initiations you know rising where you die and you're born again mm -hmm. into uh, as 
the way to the higher ground of my soul, the way to the consciousness of that which I came to be becoming. And so that the more that I be that, the more that I initiate myself through, the more that I'm willing to feel every absolute feeling that is decimating and ecstatic. Mm -hmm. The more that I'm feeling that, the more that I will transform to that next level of my gold, that yes. next level of my higher aspects of being. And that is, that is, I don't know actually how not to live like that. Exactly. Oh, amen. Yeah, once you learn, you <laughs> yeah. don't, you can't unlearn. I cannot. I mean, it's yeah. a phenomenon to me that people don't ask big questions about themselves, mm -hmm. about their own life, about who am I really? Mm -hmm. Not those masks, not those layers, not those ideas, not those egoic constructs, not those belief systems. Who am I, aside from my, 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 my labels, my OCD, my panic attacks, my things that I have constructed in order to get my attention, mm -hmm. which sometimes definitely is, yeah. chemistry, chemical, and hormonal. Believe you me, I had lived it for <laughs> years too. But once you unravel and unwind that stuff, you come to the aspect of your truth. And if you can face the many, 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 many layers of the truth of who you are, you rise into who you really are supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Why you really freaking incarnated on this planet to be a part of this whole massive experience of evolution, Mm -hmm. in consciousness because we're not just these physical bodies and when you really do the work really go into yourself and deeply move through these layers of what it is to be in the world and beyond you really get that that's what you're doing here or at least that's what's happening for me so yeah you yeah know. no absolutely agree and, and get <clears throat> I get it yes. yeah you're not alone this yes. is at least the three of us oh no I know I'm not alone <laughs> I'm not alone anymore because where I was back then was like we, we didn't have the connected resources in a certain sense mm -hmm. I had many books I you know many things that I had read along the way to give me the pointers to this. But then one of the things for me personally, and just add this in, is that for people who may feel like, even if there is so much more accessibility to this kind of stuff today, you can go to all kinds of workshops, right? You can all kinds of retreats and things like that. They have just boomed. But there's also an important place for some people where you have to go through these things really on your own, really on your own, really deep dive inside yourself and kind of find out who you are. And I had that path for a really long time. And it was now I know it was so that I would be my own teacher, be my own guide, including the external ones in the world and in the non-world, mm -hmm. that um, then I would be able to understand how to transmit and teach and offer who and what I have learned personally, um, how to communicate that, how to give that, how to teach that, how to how to give that, I guess yeah. you could say. So there was always a purpose in, in all in of everything it. that in happened. Thing. Yeah. Every in, single thing. Right, so instead of looking at it like from the victim mentality, yes. why is this happening to me, what have I? What am I attracting? Why am I attracting this energy instead? What do I need to learn? What yeah. is the purpose in this? this? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Because it really is. Um, well, yes, exactly. And all the things I experienced in my life. Yes, I spent much time. I will be truthful to say. In why is this happening to me? Oh my God! This is awful! This is awful! This is awful! This is awful! You know, I could 
say, I spent years at various times or Mm -hmm. cumulatively in that place. When you're going through the hard thing, it doesn't matter if it's sickness, emotionally, physically, mentally, loss, uh, you know, all of these triggers Mm -hmm. to help us find our way. They really are. The darkness brings and births the light. And it's literally an experience I had where I came to know the darkness in a whole nother way that I never, ever understood it, which is like that the, the darkness is the place, the hardest, hardest place we face ourselves on any level of anything we experience is where the spark of light births something new, something that is a blessing, something that is a personal growth, something that is a new life. And I had a very direct experience with that, but my my point is, is that to embrace as well as the transformation through light and good things and, and and joyous experiences, yes, but also to not run from ourselves and the darkness because there is potency, there is good medicine in the darkness. And that is, I believe, the place where we literally are born again. Wow. And you become you, you become who you are authentically, who you're meant to be. Yes. Your birthright. Yes. You're shedding, you're right. shedding the right. crap. Y- yes. Right. Yes, yes. You have to shed. You have to burn it down. You have to become anew, the mm-hmm. next version, the next iteration of the best parts of you that you came to be. Right. That's my experience. And I see that with the people I work with. I see that over the years. I see that in stages of my own life. Right. Mm-hmm. It so definitely you- happened for me when I was in the process of evolving this thing that I was becoming right as a channeler and, and part of it is channeling so yeah. how do you channel so <clears throat> you know now it's just very simple I breathe and I go in I'm very I'm a I am very well trained you mm-hmm, could say mm-hmm. tuned I, in. I tuned in I um, am super sen- super sensitive I I can vacillate. I ride both sides of these realities all the time. So I can go in at any point. And how I do it is I close my eyes, I breathe, I go away. They come in. And it is a pure channel. It's literally that they're speaking through me, but it, it feels like a. it is grown into the most incredible, blessed uh, relationship agreement that mm. I am experiencing. Yeah, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Is there a way you can do it for us now? Like a mm-hmm. message for the audience? <laughs> yeah. Or I'm, for one of us. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Whatever's meant to be. Right. So, you know, they. I've been doing this for a very long time. Um, and uh, I do hold groups and I do one-on-one sessions. So in a certain way, this is a group and a one-on-one session, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what I just am going to go in and we never know what they're going to say. And this will more than likely be Osira, and they are wonderful collective 12 beings who come that are you know like guides guardians angelic helpers really they're mastery and masterful and loving and funny and compassionate so i'll just go in and we'll just <sighs> see what they might would like to share this day with all who would hear <clears throat> <clears throat> Mm, 
indeed. Greetings to you, dear ones. We are that one known as Osaira, and we are, in fact, overjoyed to be in this alignment with you. We are, indeed, recognizing the opportunity, recognizing the way in which the energetics are shifting the consciousness for all beings in participation on planet Earth. As you would understand it, now we were speaking very formally. We'll move right into the place of just reaching the hearts and minds of our human friends, the ways in which we are here to offer. There is so much happening here upon your planet, the way in which you are all moving through the timelines, the way in which your earth is unfolding, the way in which it sometimes we know can look extraordinarily scary. And sometimes you can have very much big, big, big aspects of self-doubt, lack of faith, not trusting, unaware even of the ways in which there is so much joy, so much beauty, so much goodness happening, that it is indeed a very strong correlation and connection, how it is that our beloved channel was speaking about how you must, in a certain sense, go through the heaviness or the darker parts in order to move into the greater parts, the higher light. And that is very much what the earthly realm and participation on this planet is about. Each and every individual soul participating on this experience is moving at their own speed for their internal experience of the call that they came forth for. We are always in alignment to be in service for that. You have moved through mm, a very particular energetic shift in the most recent weeks, we would tell you. Uh, And as it continues, you will see yourself and the ways in which the experience of being human, the ways of experience of being in a unified field of consciousness is accelerating. And we know that sometimes that can mm, 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 bring up the kinds of conversations that can lead towards how is it that we do this better, Osira? How is it that I can grow at a better rate? Or how is it that I can serve? How is it that I can mm, get over these things? And what we would like to remind our human friends about in that way is that you are always on track. If your heart is in truth, if it is that you are facing the ways in which you can expand, if you are willingly looking beyond what you would say, you have, in a certain sense, been programmed with. Going beyond, stretching beyond your own belief systems can expand you into a higher ground in these ways. We are, you could say, absolutely overjoyed for the possibility of conversation here. Is there anything either one of you in this moment would like to ask? Ooh, I know. Putting us on the spot. I know, right? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Well, I guess I'd like to know, or we... Kim and I, in uh, on this path that we're on right now, can we talk about the future? Can we talk about if we need to stay on this path, where we're going? So you you're asking directly about if you can talk about the future. What does that mean, dear? With the work work with Eden and Kim together. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Do you enjoy it, we would say? Yes. Yes. Well, then you stay on the path until it feels like you're not supposed to be on the path, right? Yes. One of the things we would say is your feelings, not only are they, do they always seem to be fluctuating? Yes. But they are internal compasses. They are guidance for you. You are here to experience the guidance that comes through you. You don't have to get stuck on those feelings. Most of our human friends get too stuck on the feelings. They Mm -hmm. say, oh, this is who I am because I feel this way. Mm -hmm. I felt this way yesterday. I felt this way today. I feel this way this day too. And now I am that. We would say, let them move through you. The feelings, they come and they go. They rise and they fall. They're like the oceans, then tides. Let the waves wash over you and see who you are after you've been purified because they have washed over you. There's a great healing, a great release, and a great expansion for your guidance 
when you allow yourself to feel fully and purge through and release and purify all parts of yourself. But there is such a, a, a worry, word, the word, the word, the word, worry in the human aspect of being. You come to the steps of fear. Fear drops you at the doorstep of, of the ways in which, oh my gosh, I have to control. I have to uh, 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 make sense of this. I have to put it in a box. I have to be like this in order for me to survive. Survival is the mechanism that you must first overcome. The survival mechanism of the egoic construct that holds you in places with fear, worry, doubt, and concern that keeps you tightly wound does not let you fly free, does it? It mm-hmm. lets you forget. It helps you keep yourself Mm, smushed down we like that word (laughs) smushed down into some version that is half the life that you have come to be so we often say when we are in support of our human friends to allow yourself to feel the fullness of being and we mean literally the fullness of the moment where you might pause for one second just one minute maybe two minutes and really take in the environment around you give yourself that if you are on a sidewalk in a crowded city you can see that there is grass growing up between the cracks that if you look up into the sky you can see the most beautiful birds and hear the things upon the earth that can inspire you to remember you are here for more than the control mechanism systems of survival and that there's more than getting ahead and being in fear of all of it crumbling one of the things we often say to our human friends the greatest thing you have as a worry that is in the looping conversation behind the behind the behind the behind the behind within you is the fear fear of death and what we often bring our human friends to is this idea how is it that you would live your life in consciousness within and without inside and outside of yourself if you knew you only had five days five months five years to live on this earth and experience the beauty, the joy, the love, the community, the communion with all aspects of livingness. You focus too much on the fear of death. You don't embrace death. The moment you begin to embrace that you are a part of life's cycle of, quote, death, the more you then expand into the aspects of truly living and that releases you from the fear matrix box that you have put yourself into and it is programmed all around you you have to wake yourself up in order to stay out of that box you have to become as they some say some say some say on the fringe there we go gosh thank you Mm, it is our joy it is such our joy in this moment we are overjoyed and grateful for the opportunity to speak Mm -hmm. to our human friends we look forward to more and bid you the most loving and magical and happy ah, do oh wow thank you thank you thank you grace so we you're welcome that was amazing (laughs) and and extraordinary and and i think it will help very very many including me and um, we do have to sign off, but we want you to tell people how to find you and if anything's coming up or thank anything you. you'd like to talk about. Well, thank you. Um, just so people know who may not understand channeling, you know, with that, I close my eyes and I go away. And what Eden and Kim saw is my eyes closed and this body and mouth and hands moving and talking. And I mean, I'm sure that most people kind of know what channeling is. And my mother was a uh, channeler as well. This was not something that I was like, you know, that's going to be my life path <laughs> yeah. far from it oh, you yeah. know and, speaking yeah every, I know. my life that's me I know and um and so here it is and um yeah I love what I do it's um I have come so clear through those trials and tribulations that 
this is my message and you know it will be until I am 95 and I take the last breath that I will be doing being and giving this that I am mm-hmm. so um, people can find me at gracecavanaugh.com and uh, yeah I guess that's it Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, really, both of you. Mm. So uh, once again, we want to plug Scott, our producer, his album. You can find him on YouTube. He's the music in our episodes. YouTube, Scott Walton, Wandering Soul. You can find him there. And we look forward to seeing you on the other side episode, the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Episode eight. Thank you, Thank you. For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.